Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in to our little program. As always, this week, we're uh, we're celebrating, you know, this new Spectre's coming out soon-ish. What's the date on that? Sometime in a couple weeks, I think. No, no, it's, it's out this week. Oh, is it out this week? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, we're, we figured, you know, in anticipation of this Bond movie mm-hmm. that's, like, sort of controversial, just because, like... Everybody's hating on this new like Bond backstory thing that they're developing and whatnot. We thought we'd do another controversial Bond flick. This is uh, Never Say Never Again from 1983, directed by the Helmer behind the Return of the or behind Empire, the Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Back, rather Irving and, Kirshner. And l- never forget RoboCop Two. RoboCop <laughs> Two, you're right. I like RoboCop Two. So do I. Some Irving Kirshner. Say, some people say never forget 9/11. Eric says never forget. Robocop 2. I know. I mean, that's the, that's the day OCP finally fell or something. <laughs> it's when that like, little Drug kid was King running things. the mafia. Yeah. Whatever that was about. That was weird. That kid should have been murdered in that movie. Yeah. They you, didn't take it far enough. Yeah. You got to screw it up, Robocop. Is that a, uh, a screenplay by noted racist Frank Miller? I don't know if it was the second or the third, and I always get them mixed up. So noted racist uh, Frank Miller fans can uh, come on in and tell me <laughs> one way or another. But anyway, so this is the movie where Sean Connery, after like, 
whatever it was, 18 years away from the... I think the, it was 12. 12 years mm-hmm. away from the role. Right. Returns as James Bond. And, you know, we do say, like, you know, you could enjoy an episode of We Hate Movies without knowing the movie beforehand. Sure. So, I mean, we should really paint these people a picture here. Now, there's a guy <laughs> named Jimothy Bond. Right. And he's so far so good. He's a uh, British super agent, correct? And he goes around the world uh, philandering <laughs> and, and uh, consuming alcohol and committing murders and heinous crimes in the name of the crown. Yes, so it's okay. Yeah, dude, on Her Majesty's uh, honor. So I mean, there's people that listen, you know, that might not know what uh, this uh, the the Jimmy Bond movies are. Now, if you're a fan of like you're like a casual James Bond fan, and you're listening to us talk about this movie, and you're like, this sounds an awful lot like another Bond movie. Uh, that's because it's based off the same story from Thunderball. Uh, this movie was wrapped up in like legalese nonsense for like the better part of like two decades. Uh, but basically, long story short, like, dude who owned the rights to this movie wrote the Thunderball story uh, with uh, Ian Fleming. And then, like, they sort of parted ways, and Ian Fleming made Thunderball into a book, I believe, which then they adapted into a movie. This this story was supposed to always be a movie. So then, like, this dude got fucked over and tried to, like, sue him six ways from Sunday. 20-ish whatever years later, they make this movie. Like a fucking wet fart in the night. Is Thunder Thunderball is the better movie, right? Thunderball oh, is better than this. Yeah, but it's it's pretty much the same story. It's Bond trying to get these nukes that Spectre has stolen. Mm-hmm. Flobbity, blobbity, blobbity. Well, that's the thing about a James Bond story is you can always pad that shit with new and exotic locales, baby. You oh, absolutely. Where else is he going to go this time? This movie came out, Never Say Never Again, the same year as... Roger Moore was currently in the official Bond seat, and this is the same year Octopussy came out. Wow, mm. two Bond movies in the same year. Can you imagine? What no. a world. Well, apparently this, uh, I don't, I, can we call him a shyster? Who? The, guy, the, the fella who oh, made this movie, the, right. the, the guy that sued everyone, because I, I read he was trying to make another alt-Bond movie in the 90s with Timothy Dalton. Well, that, yes. That's, that's more because, I mean, Fleming kind of fucked this guy over because, like, you know, basically, if you, me, and Andrew sat down and wrote a movie and then we were like, ah, we're not going to make that movie, I was like, you know, I'm going to make that into a book. You'd be like, hey, fuck you, dude. Like, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's basically what happened and, you know, he had enough rights. And, I mean, like, it's a weird idea to bring it back and, like, to do a Connery thing, but... Well, <laughs> see, and the only way you're bringing it back with Connery is what makes this movie so annoying. And, like, up front, I'll say I'm a big Bond fan. Mm. To me, this is like, it's kind of like a two and a half to three star Bond movie. But what's obnoxious about it is we're padding it with all the old man jokes. Yep. All the old man jokes you can shake a fucking stick at are in this movie. And it's like, kind of the whole crux of the movie is like, you know, we're in like 1980s Maggie Thatcher England mm. and like we're not using the double O's that much. It's all old hat. You know, this M that they have in here is like a real fuddy dud. Doesn't appreciate the old ways of like MI6 and whatnot. And it's just annoying. I don't like I'm getting too old for this shit jokes. Well, I kind of wish it went with it, honestly. Like, it does it, drop it. It drops it like mid midway through and then we're just 
doing an, it's it's like only there to add to the beginning of the movie right yeah. and then the middle to the end is just a james bond movie so it's like now we're just making this movie even ever loving longer once he gets to be james bond the whole like i'm getting too old for this shit goes out the window mm-hmm. but we're making it the first like 45 minutes yes. to an hour of this two hour and 16 minute movie yeah so we're talking longer than star wars are we talking longer than empire strikes back um <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, I we're, think we're, we're I looking think, the other day. What's the the longest one is Attack of the Clones, right? right? Yeah, and I think this is the length of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. <laughs> Noted Star Wars er, uh, expert Eric Siska did Irvin Kershner turn down Return of the Jedi to do this, or did was he not asked back because the master didn't think that he did a good job? <laughs> you know that is a good question. I actually do not know the answer, and I've gotten Star Wars trivia wrong before. <laughs> So I'm going to, you know, step out of this one. Although it would be cool if he did. I mean, I've people have problems with Return of the Jedi. I don't have that much of a problem with I don't. It. I would be interested to see the David Lynch version. Oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah. just one of those That's where you want to be. Because he was offered it, and he said, oh, I'm going to make Dune instead. Wow, that's a flub. Mm-hmm. It's a flub. Could you imagine what Jabba the Hutt would have looked like? Dude, I can tell you. In no uncertain terms, if Lynch had directed Jedi, it would be the best Star Wars movie. Yep. As it stands now, Irvin Kershner directed Empire, and that's the best Star Wars movie. I, I think they should pull uh, this this Colin Trevor off of uh, number nine, throw <laughs> Davy Lynch into the field. Dude, after Jurassic World, yeah, pull him right off. Yeah. Pull him right the fuck off. Well, I don't care. Yeah. That movie's terrible. Pull him off. Whatever. Yeah, it's watchable. Oh. It's, it's it, you know. If by watchable you mean unwatchable, then we're in 100% agreement. Wow. Oh, I, I, uh, I guess this is uh, different opinions on We Hate Movies. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is I a no opinion on We Hate Movies because I didn't see it. <laughs> you know what? That hey, Steve, be... did you see Jurassic Park? Yes, I did. Same movie, but with computer dinosaurs. You're totally fine. You saw it. Okay. So, well, that's, <laughs> that's really the issue is I think Jurassic Park's fine. I'm not as crazy about it as everyone else is, sure. which is crazy. I know. Hold on to your hats. <laughs> But we don't need the sequels to it at all. None nope. of them. And no. you like the Lost World number three are such trash. Yeah, that it was refreshing to see this mm-hmm. in a way. Uh huh. I can see that. That's totally fine. By the way, we're supposed to be talking about Never Say Never again. We're on all sorts of tracks: Star Wars, Jurassic Park, anything to not talk about this movie. So the beginning is James Bond is. Here's something. Can we talk about Sean Connery's hair in this movie? Oh, yeah. His piece is his partner in this movie. Well, the, the weird thing is, like, it either change, either it's the dye that changes, the piece that changes. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how, uh, if it is. I'm not a good rug spotter. This I, is a rug. This is a rug? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like a partial rug because he's rich. So, yeah. like, you can get it worked in nicely. The problem is the. The hair color keeps changing in this movie, and sometimes yep. it's the same color as his face, and it's really <laughs> unsettling. And sometimes it looks like someone just dumped a bottle of A1 sauce on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. You ever see, like, an old Batman cartoon, uh, and sometimes, like, the coloring is bad, and Robin's hair just turns the same color as his face? Yep. It's like yeah. that in some yeah. scenes. You're like, oh, ew. I think this is animated. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I, I Yeah. I mean, there are times when this hair is just flip-flapping unnaturally in this movie. And you're like, is that about to fall off? Somebody watch it. Somebody get it. And we start, you know, instead of like traditional Bond cold opens where it's like he's on an unrelated mission. Mm -hmm. We start with him like 
a training camp, basically. Yeah, but it's a it's a fake out. They're like, yes. look at James. Oh, your favorite James Bond is back, and he's killing all of South America. Isn't this Finally. amazing? Yeah, totally. It's him like jumping off of rooftops, throwing grenades at people. But you know what's weird? People. I was watching it again last night, and there's one moment where I was like. I don't think that guy was expecting that. Because, like, okay, you could say that he's using blanks in his guns yep. and, like, it's just a little flash grenade. There's that one point where he's got that blow dart and he hits that dude in the neck. And I was like, well, you can't fake that. That dude got hit with a dart. And also, isn't there piano wire used? He uses it once on some dude. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. How do you fake that? He's <laughs> actually just murdering people. Oh, I this see. This is his training. They oh. get... Oh, do you com- think they're kidnapping like homeless people? Yeah, commoners. <laughs> I think they call them in 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 Great Britain. The, the original was called surviving the game. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> dude. If Sean Connery's in that movie, and it meant he starred in a movie with a uh, iced tea. Yep, pretty cool. And uh, who else is in that movie? Gary, Charles S. Dutton, Gary Busey, Gary Busey. Yeah, uh, you know what? We we did this for Weekend at Bernie's, which we will pay off. We promise. Next year in 2016, Surviving the Game is going to be on We Hate Movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it will be. Sure. Without That's question. It. Um. So he. He he fails this mission because he like saves some lady that's tied up and he gets stabbed. You're like, oh my god, James Bond got stabbed! And yeah. it's, no, he's he's he, it was just a training mission the whole the time. The stupid woman tricked me. <laughs> Gonna show her a thing or two. Usually, when a woman's in bed, I'm the one doing the stabbing. Because <laughs> he frees her from uh, captivity in a bed. Right. Yeah. Oh, also, I should mention because like. So you've kind of got the rights to this James Bond story, but you don't have all the pieces. You don't get it all, baby. So, like, instead of the the awesome, like, gun barrel walkthrough and shooting, it's just, like, this grid of 007s. It just looks like a shitty fan poster. It looks more like a, the commercial for a casino in the 1970s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, come to 007. And then it's just like, we also aren't. Doing a title sequence, so there's no like official Bond song. Yeah, it's just some babe like never, never, never say never again. Ne-. And you're just like, what is this shit? Again, it sounds like a, a jingle for a casino. It's not. It's really not good. It's Come not to ex- Vegas. <laughs> never say never again. Hotel Se- seven could be your lucky number. <laughs> but the title of this movie makes no sense. It doesn't add up to anything. It's it's a reference apparently from a line Sean Connery said that he would never again play James Bond. And then his wife was like, you know, it'd be fun because she's actually she's credited with titling this movie. There's a credit in the movie. Yeah. Whatever Connery, like, title idea, she was like, why don't you call it Never Say Never Again? How funny would that be? And then he was probably like, shut up, stupid. And then Kirshner was like, good idea. Put it in. That's where, yeah, that's where it comes from. And it's just like, shut up, stupid. (laughs) It's just like an in-joke. It's got nothing to do with the movie. And it's like, what? You might Why as well you just take some fucking pride in your movie and not make it a joke from Jump Street. You should just do a spoof then. I mean, I guess they sort of do that with the old man stuff, but again, they drop it and then it's just the most boring on on the Bahamas ugh. vacation. Yeah. It, so M is like, you're too fat, 007. Like basically, that's what it, that's what it adds up to. Is like your, your lifestyle of all the boozing, the fucking, and the yep. drinking, and yep. the and the eating red meat and everything else, and being a fucking man is ruining uh, your ability to be a 007 agent or 00 agent. And by the way, I've disbanded that anyway. So why are we even talking about it? And by the way, what is he teaching? He says like, well, you've had me teaching for. A, for, for better than 10 years. Yeah, I think if they're not using the double O's, like, yeah. 
like, Welcome to Applied Mathematics. <laughs> I'm your social studies teacher, James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. Uh, Welcome to Human Sexuality with yeah. James Bond. <laughs> yeah, that's where he's a fucking mm. expert. Absolutely. Take a look at my blood sample. Look at all the STDs. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all. Oh, don't get my blood on your fingers. It'll burn right through your flesh. Now, this is a magic trick I call disappearing condom. Like, you, <laughs> you put it in your hand like you're about to use it, and then you say, oh, look over there, and oops, it's gone. Oops, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he could possibly be teaching. I mean, and if you pass my... <laughs> and if you pass the secondary course on pulling out, they'll never know. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess even though we're not using double O agents... Yeah. Like, I th- if I'm remembering it right, I think that just means you if you if you reach double O status, you have the license to kill. Yes, yes. So maybe like I mean, we still need spies. Yeah, the Cold sure. War is still happening. Mm-hmm. Maggie Thatcher's still shitting in her rompers about the USSR. You know, so yeah, yeah he's just teaching spies, so, but they're just you know they don't have a license to kill. So M is like, I'm going to send you to an all expenses paid spa, 007. And when, you, <laughs> when you've learned how to, he's like, you have to lose weight and you got to like remove, what does he call it? Um, the, the fr- he needs herbal free radicals. Yeah, remove the free radicals you from your system. You have to get those free radicals out of your blood system, 007. Before we'll even talk about you going back into the field, you need to be free radical free. See, when they're talking about like, you got to get rid of these free radicals, I was like, oh yeah, James Bond's going to be killing hip Got to execute these fucking hippies in San Francisco. Of course, it's 83. What hippies are we talking about? The last remaining hippies. Going to hunt them down and kill them. There's a dangerous commune in Woodstock. (laughs) The last shell. And so, like, right away, too, we're making references to, like, better movies in a way because... M is like, well, you know, 007, maybe my predecessor was okay with your activities, but I'm clearly not. And it's like, yeah, all right. So that dude that was cool with Bond being a pussy hound and saving the world all the time. like, It's one of those things where it's like, you know what, new M? The system ain't broke. Okay, he has saved the world countless times. So obviously everything's working. Let him keep fucking. Let him keep eating his caviar and his red meat. Let him keep the vodka martinis. Don't fuck with a good thing. You well, get them all healthy and whatnot, you're going to throw him off his game. In this condition, though, he could die in the line of combat and then... Um, He's a double O agent. He could die in the line of combat at any second. Are you talking about dropping dead from a heart attack? <laughs> either way. Either or. <laughs> He's got a punch in this movie, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mega. There's one part where... So, then he, he, so he goes to the spa... And they're like, you know, he's getting checked out by a doctor, the workup, this, that, and the other thing. It's important to note that this doctor asks for a urine sample. Well, she, he, this nurse is like, oh, is could great. you fill this beaker to the other side of the room? And he's like, from here? You want me to piss across the room to you, nurse aid? Which would be, I'd be like, yeah, here you go. Target practice. I got my merit badge in water sports. That was one of his courses that he was teaching, too. (laughs) Welcome to advanced water sports. Now, at first, there's going to be some trepidation, but she'll get over it. You start. That's how it works. You start, and then 
once the bridge, once the floodgates are open. You have no choice but to accept it. <laughs> exactly right. Just accept being covered in urine by yeah. James Bond. Urine plays an important role in this whole little sequence here. Oh, yeah. At the end of the... At, it, oh, it's yeah. A, it's a real big payoff. Yeah, I mean, please keep in mind, everybody... She asks for a urine sample. So this dude's, like, looking him over and everything, and he's like, the scar tissue on your body, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Connery sits up. There's no scars on him. Come on, makeup department. Yeah, he should have looked, like, paid forward. (laughs) Exactly. If he's, like, in his 50s. My body's a roadmark of pain. Like, we're supposed to believe that this is the same bond from... The last Connerys, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, he's been doing stuff this whole time. Like, that dude needs to look broken as Batman in those, like, old Batman things. Yeah. Which brings to mind, like, that's the thing. If you're doing old Batman, you know that the threat of old Batman would continue through the whole story. Sure. Exactly. Not drop like this movie does. No, exactly. And, like, um, this is also shot nips up. Like, you know what I mean? We're, yeah. not, we're not showing the, the midsection with his shirt off. Just get my two pepperonis and up. <laughs> Nothing below the pepperoni. Welcome to Advanced Pepperoni. (laughs) (laughs) So he, of course, seduces uh, his masseuse. Right. Right. Um, And it's kind of, this is the part of the movie, like, I think a drop thread of this movie is that he's a sex addict and he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Because she comes to his room and be like, oh, James, I brought you a very nice little uh, meal here, you know. It sounds disgusting. It's like. Lentil surprise and a kale vi- and I'm throwing up. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I brought a big bottle of vodka because I need it. But he's also got, like, quail eggs and faux gras. He's, a, he's, 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 he's going to fat camp. <laughs> yes, and he's yes. bringing all the... He's like, I got the Doritos right here. <laughs> it is a suitcase full of treats. You know there's, like, Snickers and shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why wait? <laughs> Hungry. It's amazing. And she's got a bunch of cold Burger King here. (laughs) (laughs) Probably gonna eat it on the toilet. Snuck it in in my coat. It's it's been like scrunched up. It's cold just like Burger King, broken but, cold Burger King. But the idea of a big fucking bottle of vodka for yourself. Yeah. Well, no one else is gonna be there. Like, to I don't be know. fair, I think he doesn't know how long he's gonna be there. Also. <laughs> I mean, Close like, a weekend, it better be the big bottle. Listen, they've sentenced me to life. My grandfather just sits around drinking like straight vodka. He would bring a big bottle, party of one, yeah, guaranteed, also, the family size. Former spy as well. So. <laughs> yeah. It's you the gotta... weight of the world at that point. <laughs> so she's like, "Well, this is an impressive snack suitcase. I guess I'll stick snack around." <laughs> hey, Q, could you make me a snack suitcase? Before oh, I sure, go? because I've got nothing else to do in this movie, 007. And this button's where the puddings pop out. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Press that button. Do it. Ah, uh, chocolate. Here comes the pudding. <laughs> Gross. Oh, no, it's just more cold Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry about my smushed Whopper I'm eating. Got a bunch of loose nuggets down there. Go ahead and dig for them. (laughs) (laughs) So, at some point around here, we're then, you know, flashing around to meet different characters. We meet... Barbara Carrera from Loverboy. Mm-hmm. She's the uh, the catalyst. Oh yeah, and the for fem, Loverboy. She's the femme fatale of this movie. Yep, that's right. As uh, a previous it? episode, Loverboy. If you don't understand what we're talking, Patrick about. Dempsey becomes a male prostitute. Right, Loverboy. Uh, giving it away for money. Never did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
could have retired from being a spy. <laughs> that would, yeah, fading gigolo, James Bond. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be better than that shitty fucking John Deturo movie. Um, and he's got, uh, her name is Fatima Blush, I believe. Yeah. She's a Spectre agent. And she's seducing. Anyone know uh, what past We Hate Movies episode this guy's from? Ooh. Superman 3. Yeah. He's pr- we, we called him Proto Jake Busey. And he still is. Yep. Well, this is. This, this, like this a, movie's before Superman 3 or after? Ooh. So we're talking 83. I don't remember when Superman 3 was. That's probably actually just about the same time. This right. might have been his year. Oh, man. The year of this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? It's something uh, nice sounding. Whatever. Oh, Doesn't matter. So, yeah, proto Jake Busey's in this movie. Internet ticker, Superman 3, 1983. Oh, it was oh, the year shit. of this guy, man. He was in, wow. He, d- he dealt with Irvin Kirshner. He was in uh, Superman 3, which is a pretty big role. He plays Pete. Is he Pete Ross in that movie? Did I make that up? And, uh, he's, he plays Brad oh, in no, Superman or, 3, and his name is Gavin O'Hurley. Gavin O'Hurley, that's his name, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he just looks like the perennial stepdad you never want to meet, basically. Oh, yeah, this is mom's boyfriend, <laughs> you know, the guy. Yeah, totally. And he's also in Willow. Oh, nice. Who's he in Willow? You know what? I'm anybody. Not yeah. <laughs> he, just... he, 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 he in Willow. He's Eric Thogbear. <sighs> yep. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he fights a lizard or something. So he's Kim Basinger's <laughs> brother. Kim Basinger's coming up in this movie, and basically he's a, a top whatever of. Uh, he's a pilot he's in like the Air Force. A, yeah. yeah. He's like high ranking enough, Mister America. I got secrets. Right. And, and basically they've they've. They're using his sister against him, saying we're going to kill her unless you go along with this crazy plot that we have. Also, to keep him in line, they've got him hooked on heroin. Oh, really? Yeah, that's one of the things in this movie. Because I miss that. I thought, oh, that was, yeah. I thought that was a mind control drug. Well, I guess it kind <laughs> of is. I guess. Oh, it totally is. So so when we meet this guy, right, so Fatima, like, goes, to, they're at the same resort as Bond. Uh, who would have guessed? Totally. Small world, man. <laughs> And uh, so she's, like, taking care of this dude, and she's pretending that she's his, like, specialty nurse or whatever. Mm. And they go into this room, and the whole thing is, like, they're going to use this guy to, uh, like, he's going to activate this device where he's going to change plane coordinates so that these two, like, devices flying nukes are going to, like, land in the water, and they're going to steal these two nuclear weapons. this is, like, some crazy hokum here, because they're, like, trying to give him a contact lens so that his eye is exactly the, like, retina of the president of these United States. Correct. The only person who has access to make this kind of course correction is the president. And I actually appreciate this part, because it's the only time you get crazy super science nonsense. Yes, that's true. In this entire movie. There's nobody with robotic hands, nobody has laser eyeballs. Well, there's a pretty cool video game coming up later. Oh. oh man! Yeah, you James know what? Bond plays a video game. <laughs> you know what? Pac-Man Fever gripping the nation. <laughs> Pretty cool is one way to put it. Um, yeah, but so they say they're like, it's oh, as so- cool as my Burger King. <laughs> Ice cold Burger King. Oh no, I think I'm out of fries. Oh no, if I open up the inchy, I can find a couple of more fries. Well, look at that. I thought I was out of fries, but then I got out of the car and there was a couple wedged in the bottom of the seat. Cold Burger King. <laughs> oh, it's a sad day for 007. Uh, Agent 007, your car's always greasy when it comes back to the garage. <laughs> no, I don't want the gay whopper. 
<laughs> the fuck do you think I'm going to order that for? What's the gay whopper? Excuse they did they, Burger King. I've referenced this, this so the much, black, and it's like the so, black whopper. No, 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 no. They they had like a pride whopper. Oh, that's fun. Whereas just it came in like a rainbow wrapper oh, yeah. or a case or something. Yeah, he would send that right back. Yeah, send it right back. You give me a fucking styrofoam <laughs> container for that whopper, you know, so I can eat the burger and then throw it on the fucking ground. Get me three more. I want them cooling in the back seat because <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I'm gonna have dinner and i might miss it hey those whoppers better be ice cold when i get them <laughs> drive through boy so anyway there's some m makes some mention of hey they've got this guy under their thumb yeah they're controlling him because they have him hooked on heroin oh and so the whole thing is when they get to this resort jake Busey's like got the shakes mm. oh, gavin o'hurley okay. not the actual jake Busey, yeah. proto jake Busey. so he's like He's fucking sweating it out, man. And she's like, oh, mommy's got your stuff or whatever it is. And that scene where, like, Bond is spying on them through a window. World's worst spy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's just like. He's just a fat bozo walking around in sweatpants. <laughs> Dude, he's like John Belushi in Animal House. <laughs> it's like, oh, what's in this window? <laughs> And they're just like, hey, who's that? And he's like, art, and just runs away. I was just trying to watch you have sex. <laughs> yeah. Thought you'd be fucking, didn't think you'd be shooting up in here. I'll leave you to it. But Never so, had much use for the junk. Yeah. <laughs> Tried it a couple of times. Uh, yeah, no, so, th- like, he has this eye implant yeah. where it's... It matches the president, so he, they're going to make him use this device later. But, so, yeah, to keep him in control, it's like... We got your heroin, big boy. You know, so they dis- he gets caught immediately, like or just noticed immediately. Noticed it, like, it's yeah, the, like, like the blinds fly <laughs> up, and he's just like, oh, oh, and he he, he scurries away. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, it's just yeah, that's how I would react, and yes. I'm not a super spy. You it know what I mean? Ruined the illusion of James Bond for me forever. It's awesome because they're just like, say, I think that was James Bond, <laughs> like without fucking anything. Because it, He's like, uh, uh, oh, fuck. And he's immediately recognized. <laughs> well, she, everyone knows who he is. She just, like, takes out, like, night vision goggles or something, looks out the window, and he's just, he's, like, panting on the corner <laughs> of the building. Oh, oh, shouldn't have had that whopper. Goddamn free radicals. Those ice-cold free radicals. So they quickly dispatch uh, the world's greatest super assassin after him. This guy's made out of rocks. He, this is a pretty good sequence in yes. this film. Yeah, but it it goes on longer than the fight from They Live. Yeah, it, it like, goes it on just and on. Keeps going. And there's there's a there, there's it's gag heavy. There's a sequence in this fight where he's fighting this heavy where. Everyone at this resort, for some reason, is inexplicably watching a boxing match at the same time. Yeah, right. And it's like the punches are landing at the same time, so no one notices what's going on. Yeah, it's like, is there no attendant anywhere else in the building at this, like, medical spa or whatever? Like, they're all huddled in this room watching the boxing match. The big match. While these dudes are throwing themselves through, like, doors and windows and breaking furniture. And again, like, this is not, he's not Jaws. He's not, there's nothing, no cool design about this guy. He's just got a beard. I mean, he's really big. He's, like, you know, probably six foot five. Big dude, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, he's got I black gloves it. on. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no, like, I don't know, give him, like, a razor tooth or something. He's got some weird whip. <laughs> he's got... Yeah, I don't know what that thing is. He's it just looked a like bite a him. 
Yeah, he's the biter. He's got this one little device that looks like that old-timey exercise equipment that's just like a spring. Yeah. And you pull it apart, and that's how you exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's terrifying. Mr. Burns would use it or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he's whipping Bond with this thing, and it, like, cuts through a knife really quickly. And I was like, what the fuck is that spring doing? And they he takes them into, like, some sort of service closet wherein he like reaches like ah oh, this guy can't be stopped how am i gonna do it here's my caloric urine in your face <laughs> it's a well the way they reveal it is amazing because it's like i think it's actually like a laboratory that they break yeah, yeah. into and he's like something something and he just grabs the first like open beaker he can find and throws it in this dude's face and the dude's like and he's like grabbing his yeah. face and screaming, and I'm it's like, like burning acid. Yeah, I was like, nice Bond yeah. acid. And then he looks like Connery looks at the container, and it's like James Bond urine sample. And he accidentally falls into a bunch of stuff and stabs himself in the back, which is how he dies. That is so silly. But also, also if, he throws Bond into like the same shelving unit right before that happens. Yes. He's of course fine. Yeah. But also, you're uh, this super assassin from Spectre. You know what? I think part of the training is they keep throwing urine in your face, and you have to not react. You know what I mean? Like it should be. You got to be like, that's fine. Keep going. It's like uh, police trainees have to feel what pepper spray is like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like he's like, ew, ew. He so overreacts to this urine when he's in a life or death situation. Yeah. Oh God, it's a, it's so awesome. You'd think that like that's what did him in, but yeah, he backs into a cabinet See, and some should... glass goes into his spine. He should have taken. James Bond's course on water sports, and he'd be no, he'd know. Just let it happen. You get splashed with urine. the The way out is through. Could have taught you how to dodge a piss jet. <laughs> Chapter eleven: Ride the wave. <laughs> That's right. I also wrote a book on it. Yes. James that would somehow get up to at least eleven chapters. <laughs> James Bond's guide to water sports. <laughs> Chapter 12, The Drip. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. So this dude's dead, and he's, like, back in England, and M's like, flipping out, like, you supposedly slept with this man's wife. And he's like, no, that's not it at all. Aren't you the head of a fucking spy agency? But again, like, it's just kind of weird. Like, you can't not can't go one weekend without sex without booze like your your job is on the line here 007 like why don't you just just take a weekend off can you take a weekend off that's the thing no that's the thing and i don't think so it's kind of like um like shane mcgowan from the pogues how like if he were to stop drinking yeah he would just die. Sure. Right? Like, he's, like, pickled his body to the point where, like, drinking probably keeps him alive. Mm. I think it's the same thing with Bond. If he stops the fucking and he stops the drinking and he stops the smoking, he's just going to drop dead. So he's got to keep doing all of it. To keep homeostasis. Yeah. You have those vices for so long, man. It's just it. what keeps you – it's what keeps you centered. Now, like, everything balanced in his body, like, with the introduction of the AIDS virus, not <laughs> – like, would it be okay? Like, would it just it'd be like, yeah, I'm a carrier, but it's nothing's going to happen because I, <laughs> you're I have going have, on in here. His immune system is as such that, like, it's like, like HIV would not affect him. Right. It's well, it's like that Mr. Burns reference again, where it's like you have all these diseases trying to go through the same door at the <laughs> yep. same time, and they just all get blocked. Good old Three Stooges syndrome. Yeah. James Bond probably has an STD version. 
of Three Stooges well, syndrome. Well, he's the only one who got an STD on the moon. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's he has to be riddled with it. Oh, of course. Well, I was going to say him and uh, Walter Koenig from Moontrap. <laughs> he caught something from that alien, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Um, so then we go, we cut to Spectre and we get Max von Sydow, who's like third build in this movie. He's in like two scenes and it's such a waste. And he's playing Blofeld. Like, he's doing Blo- a pretty good job. He's doing a, he's doing a pretty good job. They were able mm-hmm. to get 
Blofeld's cat was licensed, uh. I think. So, like, that's there. That's how you know it's Blofeld, because otherwise he doesn't really look like well, the Blofeld that's established in the, you know, previous movies. It's kind of a cute cat video, what he does, because he, he calls the UN or whatever, uh, or the NATO, actually. Right. And he's got this cat, and it looks like the cat is giving the demands, because the thing is just centered on him yes, the this, whole time. Like, this camera is on the cat, yeah. like, on side, I was making this speech. Oh, man. I think Spectre invented YouTube. <laughs> they're both evil, nefarious organizations. Dude, they're just, they are like now systematically, but very slowly bringing down the world. Now we get YouTube Red coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you got to pay for your own destruction. These l- little YouTube stars. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, like uh, Blofeld's cat. <laughs> yeah, well, those are, yeah, those are the more tolerable ones. But you got those like really shiny little kids that talk in front of YouTubes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'll give you chills for days. I'm, those shiny I'm... little kids make more money in a year than we'll ever see in our lifetime. Easily. Oh yeah. Easily. And great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, the plot is you st- um, because of uh, our friend there, Proto Jake Busey, he stole two, two nukes. Right. And he's basically telling everybody, look, this is what I did. And you have two days. He does say two days, right? Am I nuts? Yeah, something like that. Because the timeline of this movie is all off. Because James Bond goes on five vacations. <laughs> and the threat of these nukes being launched is never mentioned. Not, not especially, no. no. Um, it's also important to keep in mind, like... Yeah, Blofeld is the the head of Spectre, but the guy the the, the Spectre cat's really operative called the, op- the options. <laughs> no, the the real operative here, who's running the 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 scheme yes. this time around, is Largo. Sure, uh, who in this movie looks like a cross between Roger Ebert and Christian Slater. <laughs> kind of looks like Phil Collins a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude has way more hair than Phil Collins ever had. <laughs> he uh, he was in Out of Africa. Oh, good for him. He's also the dude from that version of uh, Mephisto, like the yes. big famous version of Mephisto. I, I, th- I think he's actually good he as this good. bad yeah. guy. He's good in this role, yeah. Yeah, but it just sort of doesn't materialize into much like most of this movie. So basically the clock is going and, you know, like, it's the thing where he's got, I've got two nuclear weapons and apparently Amer- America did make this happen and everyone turns like, thanks, thanks, go in America. And yeah, like, yeah. The, there's some generally like, <laughs> Well, we've never been in this problem before. All of our fail safes have worked till now. But like, <laughs> who knew they'd make a replica of the president's eyeball? <laughs> it's like that's not a good answer to a, a worldwide crisis. It's like, no. well, it's always worked in the past. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's America's answer for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it used to work. It's been working. Mm-hmm. Did we mention how? Um, did, now is uh, Proto Jake Busey taken out of service? Oh yeah, he's oh yeah. This is so. It's it's happening like simultaneously. So we're cross cutting between this cat making threats to NATO. <laughs> Uh, with Max von Sydow in the background doing absolutely nothing. That's good, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> and then so... I love you so much. <laughs> Fatima has to take out, you know, all the loose ends. So Jake Busey, we've used his fake eyeball. He's useless to us now. So he's driving the ro- down the road, like, singing a jaunty tune. And she pulls up alongside him, like, hey, baby, or whatever. And then proceeds to throw a snake in his car. This is like a huge python. This is a... Insane. There's so many easier ways to kill this guy. Just put a bomb in his car. This is also not like you could survive a snake in your car. (laughs) It's not ideal. You might get bitten up. Yeah. 
Well, he fl- he then flies into a brick wall and is oh, yeah, presumed he dr- dead. He drives right off the road, but then she gets out of the car, goes up, takes the snake, and she's like, oh, my poor baby. Oh, I love you. And she's like kissing the snake, and I'm throwing up everywhere. And then she puts a bomb under it and then blows him up. It's like, why did you need part A? Just part B it. <laughs> to, uh... Unless you wanted me to be laughing because I'm laughing. <laughs> It's a fucking funny way to start killing somebody. Because it could have been a quick way to kill someone, but yeah. they decide this movie's like, no, 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 no. How about 10 minutes? Yeah, yep. exactly. How much can we just stretch this till it's almost going to burst a hole in it? How much do we have to stretch it? And doing things like throwing a snake in the car to make somebody drive <laughs> off the road. Before is you put a bomb ways. in a car. <sighs> just Man. Robert De Niro, this guy this, in the casino. That's it. <laughs> that's, this is a, that's a move you pull on Indiana Jones. <laughs> What if Jake Busey liked snakes? If he was like, oh, thanks for the snake. I'll tell you this, though. This movie breaking down all sorts of you know barriers here, making all sorts of firsts. You ever see a woman throw a snake from one car to another? <laughs> no, I never nope. have. You have now. That's thanks, Never Say Never Again. That's not point. my favorite animal stunt in the movie, because we'll get there. Oh, Oh Lord, have mercy! Is that great? Um, so uh, M has to react. Uh, the prime minister tells M to, or just whomever this this head guy in this meeting is, tells M to reactivate the double O's because hey, Spectre's back in town. And we got to do some shit. And apparently, Bond is the only one that's ready for the job. I guess so. Like, because he specifically uses plural, like the double O's, mm-hmm. and then it's just Bond farting around. Now, is it plural because he's so fat? Because <laughs> I don't think there are any other double O's. They're all like dead or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like we should. I want to see more of them. I want to see more of them. You never do get to see enough of the double O's. Like, I want to see like a a, a legion of double O's because yeah. there must be right. I mean, oh, you see, you see other double O's in some cool. of the movies. Yeah. yeah, six was a cool dude. Was that Goldeneye? That was yeah. Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah. For England, James. Yeah, why, why isn't that guy in this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah. not Sean Bean, but like but that, yeah, that right. character. Well, because instead we're going to sidle him with Bond's French counterpart, and then Felix Leiter, who this was this was the first time they made Felix Leiter black, and it was on Connery who was like, "Well, Felix is such a great character, but no one remembers him because he's white. Why don't you make him black so I'll stand out?" But it's a good move, you know, diversify the cast at all. You know? Yeah, I just wish this dude was a good actor. He's on he's on TV, I think. He's a TV dude. Oh, is he really? But so, I mean, we don't see any any other double O's. But there's an amazing part where they're, they're like, brainstorming as to how, uh, like, internally in the MI6 office. They're brainstorming, like, how could this have possibly happened? Like, how could have America cocked it up this bad? Uh-huh. And it's like this, that, maybe it was this. And then Bond is just like... What if uh, they found some way to make a replica of the president's eyeball? <laughs> and oh, M- don't be ridiculous. Dude, it's amazing. Like, Emma's had it. He's like, oh, come along, Bond. That is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I saw it happen. <laughs> <laughs> don't say I didn't see it happen. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who he is. No, he's the... He's the high school teacher in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Felix, Felix Leiter. Sorry. Oh, oh that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a real role. That's a real role. Well, I learned something today. <laughs> so he goes first to the Bahamas, right? 
Uh, yeah, we're in the Bahamas, and the second, and this this is where the sex addiction comes in because, like, oh, yep. the second he gets off that plane, he's like, "Oh, where is it? I can smell it. It's everywhere. Oh, oh, the <laughs> sex. I can, I know I have work to do, but I'm gonna put my job and family in jeopardy just to have sex one more to three more times. Oh, I need it. <laughs> I need it more than cold Burger King. <laughs> really oh, wait a minute. Combining sex <laughs> with cold Burger King. My Johnson's never been harder. Because <laughs> he, come, he comes out, he starts hitting on this woman immediately, and he's like, oh, he's almost about to just like, again, the world has two days to live, and he's yeah. like, well, uh, what, what are you doing later? Uh, 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 like, you, this you, isn't uh, his first rodeo, okay? Look, if he's not going to have sex, he's endangering the mission. That's how James oh, Bond right. works. He's got to fuck. He's got to get drunk. He's got to go gambling for a little bit. <laughs> and now that he's older, he's got to eat. <laughs> yeah, yes. he's got to have something at four thirty. I think Steve was onto something. There's definitely a mixing of the of all these. So oh, yeah, you know, perverse. Oh yeah, trifecta. James Bond laying down by a fire with a lady. You know. Pastrami is the most sensual of all the curd. <laughs> Dude, it's George Costanza with a sandwich making mm-hmm. him bed. Absolutely. It's disgusting. <laughs> Here's a question, because he always winds up sleeping with the femme fatale. It's kind of always by accident, right? You or, catch more flies with honey, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I just put my dick out and see what happens. <laughs> Eventually, certainly a super spy will come and have sex with yeah, him. Like, like a moth to the flame. <laughs> His logic is like, I'm going to sleep with this woman. There's a 50-50 chance she either turns up dead or turns out to be working for the villain. Yeah, exactly. Right? So. Um, we'll go for it. So he's in the Bahamas. Oh, one thing, though, before he gets sent to the Bahamas is we have, like, this scene with Q. There's only oh, one yeah. instance with Q. And it's amazing because it's, like, early 80s England, and we're talking about how, like, times are changing and things tough and this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, well, 007, there's just no money for anything around here. I guess I can just give you this pen. I, I, I usually have a nice car for you or some sort of jet pack or something, but... Here's a pen that explodes. It's a pen that explodes and he gets a laser watch, right? Oh, right. And he's yeah. got the laser watch. And then he says, this is great. He's like, this is sort of like the casing for a motorcycle that I might mail to you if I finish it. <laughs> You're like, Whatever, dude. I mean, honestly, though, why? It just strikes me as uninventive because that's the whole point of a James Bond movie is like the Q scene. Now there's the three things he's going to use. They're going to be totally outrageous and right. cool. But I no. mean, he uses these things, but only one of them is outrageous and cool. There's no money for anything. This is the alt. This is the alt Bond. The real Bond film has some <laughs> cool things yeah. in it. I'm sure. That's where you know. I don't remember what the gadgetry situation is in Octopussy, but the budget was probably higher. You mm. know what I mean? Like this is one of those movies where like the producer started paying out of pocket because he had no idea how much a movie cost. Mm-hmm. Like those are the people making this movie. Which you'd kind of be surprised because, like, don't you think Kirshner could have just been like, hey, so that time I directed that Star Wars movie, um, you needed a ton of money. Uh, (laughs) Do you you have a ton of money? (laughs) We're getting there. So I want Boba Fett in the third act. And if he's not in it, (laughs) we can't afford having Boba Fett in the third act. That'd be great. James Bond is frozen and carbonite. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, instead, so he goes to the Bahamas, and after he sort of like flirts with this one woman, one of the f- uh, first people he meets is like his man on the ground in the Bahamas, and it's <laughs> Mr. Bean. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson immediately get yeah, he immediately gets his head stuck in a turkey. 
I, where do they even get that in the Bahamas? He's, Didn't know they had frozen turkeys down here. He's a character they don't know what to do with. He no. has like one and a half scenes, maybe. Like, I mean, like, you know, he's doing his best comedic whatever. I mean, I, and I am I'm a big Rowan Atkinson fan, but like, he doesn't have anything to do. He's just like, oh, yeah. I guess I'm afraid of things. Or, and yeah, what? I, well, the thing he's is supposed bad to. bad at his job. Well, he like works. I think the thing is, like, now that the, the double O's are reactivated or whatever, like, he's not used to that shit. So, uh, he, he, like, he's like a dude who was like, I'm just a paperwork guy or whatever. I'm not used to being a super spy and whatnot. But, like, listen, this movie's silly enough as it is. I don't need a known comedian yep. coming in and yucking it up. And that's all he's doing is yucking it up. He's doing a silly voice. He's got a silly haircut. He's doing a silly face the whole time. You're just supposed to be laughing at him. And it's like, look, silly haircut, silly face is right there. It's Sean Connery. It's covered. It's totally it's covered. it's hilarious already. Oh, yeah. I'm laughing my nuts off. Oh, you don't want to do that. Guess, <laughs> you don't want to lose some, him? Someone didn't read chapter nine. <laughs> Keep your nuts where they are. So he like decide, he makes a date with uh, Fatima Blush to go on her boat, and yes. uh, they're going to go scuba diving. And it's this they w- have sex first. Oh well, and that's what I was getting to. This sex scene, like you know, with Bond, it's like oh, let's just lay down here, and then we're going to transition to something else. It's 1983, and we're not canon. So <laughs> in comes the fucking, and yeah. it's like. Like, there's no nudity or anything in the sex scene, but there's definitely, like, a shot of, like, you can't see him. They're basically having sex in the storage room of her boat, Mm -hmm. and the door's open, and you can only see what's going on in the doorway. And she is, like, you definitely can see her being thrusted upon. And, like, that's not in these movies, but it's the 80s. The saxophone is out of control. Well, the score of this movie is notably terrible. It's garbage. Yes, it's, absolutely. There's no theme, which again, that's that's a that's a Bond thing. You right. know, that's a, a canon thing that you're, you 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 couldn't afford. Make something up. You know what I mean? Anything, like, some sort of consistent score. Give Johnny Williams a call. You know, he'll do something for you. I don't think you can afford John Williams on this yeah. production, man. Just putting that out there. Sure. I mean, maybe yeah, but, Ron uh, Williams. <laughs> Irvin Kirshner, he might know him. Do do a favor, John. Oh, that's do true. A, do a favor. Do a favor for old Irv. For England, John. <laughs> for Queen and Country. Yeah, so like he's just clearly having sex with this woman. We're cutting between this is amazing. It's like them fucking the saxophone is all over the place. Or I should say saxophone, mm. excuse me. It's the saxophone for Big sure. Time. Big time. We're at like eleven with this saxophone. The amount of jazz in this James Bond movie. Yep. And then what's great is we're cut into these shots of this aquarium and these fish are just like looking at them like, why is this chick fucking that old man? <laughs> like these curious and confused fish are just like, what's going on? And meanwhile, the saxophone's just raging. I'm glad my memory's garbage. I don't want to remember this at all. <laughs> Good thing we'll be dead in a week. <laughs> So, yeah, so we, we go fishing, uh, or scuba diving, rather. Scuba diving for no reason, which uh, she puts some sort of a beacon on his backpack, or on his uh, his uh, air tank, right? which calls radio-controlled sharks. Or not, they're not radio-controlled, but they somehow it's respond. Like they, it's like a sonar. They're sensing it. Yeah, they, they have, have a hey, shark. <laughs> what's that over there? Say, picking up something on my own human detector. I'm usually thirsty for Brody's, but Bondy's will do. <laughs> Ooh, some fish and chips. Extra greasy. <laughs> and like six sharks descend on this sunken ship. 
and like start trying to weasel their way into the boat. She swims off like, talk to you later. The best part of this whole entire scene is James Bond closing the door on a fucking shark. He's like, I said good day, sir. I said, <laughs> no, no. Hey, I just want to say hello. <laughs> it's just like, hey, have you found God yet? <laughs> Baby, let me in. Baby, I'm sorry. Now, baby, come on. We can talk about this. You're all out to second chances, shark. <laughs> Stuff your sorries on a shack. You're always saying that. I don't know what it means. Let's just talk about this. Go stay at your brother's. <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation again. Pipe down. The neighbors are going to hear you. Sick of them calling the cops on us. There's one more chance, baby. I can change. I can change. Why don't you let me in? I'm not going to be yelling. If you let me in, they won't hear anything. (laughs) This is amazing. He, like, locks the door on his shark. Yeah. It's like the shark is going to pinch the lock. (laughs) That'd be great. I'm super smart, like my deep blue sea brethren. Pick. Um, so he realizes that, you know, the thing, the beacon's doing it and he throws it away. He doesn't do a nice Adam West punch to the nose, which I kind of wanted. I want you fist fighting sharks, man. Or fist fucking that shark. <laughs> it is a James Bond movie. Yeah, Bond. you know what? One or the other. That's a Kindle shingle I did after my book. <laughs> Instead of doing a whole new edition, I put out a Kindle shingle on fist fucking shark. Something told me I couldn't get 12 chapters on fist fucking a shark. Kindle single will do. Oh, my. Well, do I have colon cancer or what? <laughs> what is it, my birthday? Hey. <laughs> I guess there is a male G-spot. <laughs> Good gravy. <laughs> oh, dolphins never had it this good. <laughs> God. Um, so whatever. The sharks don't get James Bond. Um, he uh, runs afoul of that woman that he flirted with before. She she reels him in, There's, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's like a, a play on what they were talking about. She's like, I'm fishing for something that's six foot two and handsome and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you don't have to go fishing for that. <laughs> you, know, and, you don't even have to leave the dock for that one, baby. <laughs> you know, I'm about six, six, five. <laughs> You measure me from fin to fin. 570 pounds. Black eyes. Mm. You know, I'm going to put that funny man's toupee on. And maybe, uh, <laughs> suddenly I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> and, I mean, again, because he's a sex addict, he has to have sex with this woman, too. Like, he just had sex two. Could you imagine it? Like, just having sex two hours before and then being like, I need it. Oh, it's not, it's not nearly enough for the, the day. <laughs> Jake Busey was getting the sweats from not having his sweet Mexican brown. Uh-huh. And Connery's getting the sweats from not fucking, you know, more than once every two hours. <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious. And um, they wind up going to his hotel. Wait, or, no, wait a second. Amazing detail that happens. So... Fatima blushes like, yeah, I got him. Spectre's going to be so proud. Can't wait to get back to number one and tell that cat that I succeeded. <laughs> and so she's it like... It is the cat, right? The cat's called the shot. We work yeah. for the cat. Is that right? Because that's what I've been thinking. Number three, what do you think about that? You've been here longer than me. I'm 12. Is it the cat or what? Oh, I hear his bell collar coming. <laughs> Stop talking about him. But she's, like, standing on the dock, like, rubbing her hands together, like, ah, 
Bond is dead. I'm the best Spectre agent of all time. I did the impossible. Killed 007. Cut to, like, this big, like, hubbub. And she's like, say, what's all that noise? Boy, the Bahamas sure are fun. It's Bond and this woman. They've pulled back into port. Mm. And... Sean Connery is wearing denim overalls, yeah, and he's got this huge fish, and everybody's like taking pictures. Like, yeah, I, I snagged a barracuda while I was inside her. Take pictures of that. Look at these denim overalls I've got on. Overalls that don't overall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but they just just enough. They cover my pepperonis. <laughs> Dude, I'd love it if he turned around and his fucking ass was hanging out of these overalls. <laughs> but it's just this stupid bit of comedy, and she's like, ah, foiled again. He's not dead. Then they go to Paris for some reason, right? Like, that's what's going on. Or Paris? Fr- or France, right? They go to... They fly somewhere to meet Felix Leiter and, and the French lady. Yes, that's right. Which it's fl- some, somewhere in France they do go. Yeah, yeah. because that's where uh, What's-His-Face is. Largo and Kim Basinger, we can get into their relationship. Oh, man. He's got this weird sliver set up, which is pretty interesting. It's a jerk-off cave. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's where she gets her... It's her dance studio. I guess she's a dancer. Sure. Um, he's got an elevator in his yacht that goes directly there. You got a nice two-way mirror. Yeah. They show him from behind watching this, and he's moving a little bit. And I'm yes. like, what the fuck's going on in this scene? He's pleasuring himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like she's working with some choreographer. And I think what it is is like Largo's tuning in right now to make sure that this dude's not pulling anything. Sure. And like so like, yeah, the the wall goes back and it's a two-way mirror. And he's just like giggling and watching <laughs> them do it to it. And he's like, okay, yeah, this choreographer's not pulling anything. All right. I've had enough. And like closes it. But it's like, yeah, he's pleasuring himself in this command center, guaranteed. Uh, and what and – the uh, costume design on Kim Basinger in this movie, you guys, you guys noticed it, right? Yep. What? How she's just wearing like she's this based, dancer suit? She's essentially topless this entire movie. Oh yeah, it's pretty see through. Yeah, it's and, and later pretty bottomless as well, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. She's less without the, the entire film, right? Oh, and she's all, I mean, she's also a pre-existing character. She's playing Domino. That's a real person. From that's a real person. <laughs> that's a real Bond character from fucking Thunderball. No, no, I know. I'm just. You oh said no, that's Domino a real is not a real person like IRL. Oh, well, but the uh, the Kira Knightley movie that's an IRL real person. Oh right? man, that's based on uh, fact, hard cold fact. Yeah. Did anybody see that movie? No, no. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> did you? No. All right. That's I'm just making sure we're all square here as yeah. far as ignoring the movie Domino. Yeah, we're we're, we're all good. Um. <laughs> So um, he comes in. He's like, "Oh, my beloved." And he's like, "Here's my uh, yeah." It's it's one of those things where I'm like, "Is this sexual slavery?" It's it gets there. Um, <laughs> I would say maybe, maybe it's more of a hostage situation. No, she's she, into it. She seems to like yeah, him. She like, she's got the um, what do they call that? Stockholm syndrome. Oh, it might be like Stockholm syndrome light though, because like. He in this scene, like he barges in and he's playing the piano and yeah. it breaks up the the dance rehearsal. Which I guess she's just getting ready for like a recital that they're going to have on the boat. I don't know. <laughs> and you know, so she's like, "Oh, I missed you," and blah blah blah. He's like, "Yeah, I had to go to my big, you know, supervillain meeting." Uh, you know, <laughs> the, cat, and- the cat kept me late. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that cat was just meowing <laughs> long into the night. 
meowing all these orders at me. Cat always likes to call fucking meetings a Friday at five o'clock. It's just like, <laughs> man, I have checked out for the week, Cat. I do not need this. Um, but she like he gives her this presents, like a necklace and whatnot. And what it comes down to is uh, like she says something about like. Like what would I do? You know what would you do if I left you or whatever? And he's like, ha 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 ha. And she's like, no, really. And he's like, I would cut your throat. Yeah. And walks out. And she's like, she. she oh, when he leaves the room, right. he's she's got this like, oh, this is miserable. Is this, yeah. this is the Stanford Prison Experiment. <laughs> yes. Right. That's what this is. Right. It might be. Yeah. He gives her a necklace, by the way, called the Tears of Allah, uh, and it's um, sounds it's a, fun. Yeah. It's it's a map to some place <laughs> that's going to be important later in the movie. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> she fi- she goes to a health spa and gets sexually molested by James Bond, which right. is always well, new- as was the fashion at the time. <laughs> this is insane. This what, is like this is, this is a sexual assault. Yeah. So Bond is trying to get information about Largo. The only way I know how with yeah. my fingers. <laughs> Let my fingers do the talking. So he goes up to Domino and he's like, oh, I'm your masseur for the day. Let's get these cold French fry fingers underway. Some, he, he gets a, like a sweater from this spa as well to disguise himself. Dude, he is whatever. in a sweatsuit through 65% of this movie. Yeah. I wrote various sweatsuits. I do feel like he just – the point part of this movie was he showed up overweight and that was – all she wrote and let's yeah. write the script differently. Right. You know Which what I mean? is like amazing. You've be been trying sweat. to get this movie made for 20 years mm-hmm. or give or take. You had some time to get to the gym, Sean Connery. Nope. Nope. Just saying. The girdle budget was <laughs> enormous. So he's, That's why they couldn't get the theme song because they blew it on girdles. <laughs> and Q was developing a secret girdle this whole time. <laughs> the prop department was like, Jesus, is Dan Aykroyd starring in this movie or what? <laughs> Ooh, I would want to see. I want to see that. Bond, James Bond. Yeah, <laughs> sure. This is believable. We're on a mission from England. <laughs> when he walks in, he follows her into this spa. By the way, and he goes up to like the front desk, and he's like, "Do you service men here?" She's <laughs> like, "Yeah." Some more than others is what she says. Well, yeah, she wants to have sex with him because he's so goddamn good looking. There is a there is a cut scene of him. Getting it on with her. I oh, bet. I need it right now. It's almost noon and I haven't had sex yet. But the weird thing is, so he's like, oh, I'm your masseuse for the day. What do you, would you like it hard or soft? And she's like, oh, hard, you know, because I, I, you know, my back is sense I'm a dancer. <laughs> right. And he does this. It's the most unsettling massage I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> if a hard massage is like people are getting in there, they're needing stuff. Oh, they beat the shit out of you. He's just like stroking her up and down her back not even moving his fingers and she's like oh that feels so good i would be so grossed out well you know steve as it turns out he's not a trained masseuse <laughs> i know that but even still <laughs> he's rubbing all this whopper junior grease on him <laughs> but it's just like his his fingers are like light to the touch it would just like make my back so itchy some of this is from mayonnaise <laughs> just... special sauce and she that's he... mcdonald's god damn it <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Burger King's just a tub of mayonnaise. Dude, James Bond only eats Burger King. <laughs> Lukewarm too cold. I feel, was there even a Burger King in uh, England at that time? I mean, probably. There probably, probably was. There definitely was by the time King Ralph came out. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. He totally takes her to Burger King in that movie. That's what, wait, this is an alternate James Bond. I think this takes place in the same universe as King Ralph. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, I'm working from- for King Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> for King Ralph and country. 
I think that's what we're in for. I take all, I take orders from John Goodman in a bowling alley. The King of England turned me on to Burger King. Man, that movie fucking stinks. And from, that, and from that day forward, every Church of England was replaced with a Burger King. <laughs> I mean... So, he, you know, he, she's like, oh, that feels oh. so good. Can you go lower? And he, like, starts touching her ass. Right. And then he's like, oh, got to go. And he gets some information. Uh, obviously, Blofeld's fl- throwing a party because, obviously, and he runs away. Largo. And then, Largo, I apologize. Largo's Blofeld throwing- is busy doing nothing in this movie. <laughs> he's making YouTube happen. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go deal with James Bond. I'm here creating YouTube. I'm going to play this YouTube video for my cat of birds. Look at him react. How cute is this? <laughs> oh, now my cat's playing the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he finds out Largo's having yeah, this party on his boat. He skedaddles out, and then the lady's like, oh, it's time for your masseuse. And he, she's like, wait, what? Who is that other guy? She's like, other guy? Sexual assault, everybody. Except that Kim Basinger is like, Say yeah, no. I'd be so fucking grossed out and file charges. No, see, this movie's saying that's the move to do. You want to you want to impress a lady, mm-hmm. all right? This is what you do: you disguise yourself as a masseuse. Oh, God. So you, you put on a, a baggy sweatsuit first thing yeah, first. You find out exactly when she has an appointment and get in there real quick, right before the real guy. Yeah, smart move, and man. Just to get your feelies on, uh-huh. and then you skedaddle. Oh, I just need some feelies. I've had sex three times today and masturbated for, but I need some extra feelies to get me to dinner. Pardon me, where's the nearest bathroom or coat closet? I'm a depraved lunatic. <laughs> he is. He, no, he totally is. Uh, so Largo's he having... Fuck, I'm sorry, he's 50 fucking two years old, man. Get a wife and get a kid and stop being a fucking gross creep. How about that, James Bond, you sad old bastard? <laughs> Well, speaking of bastards, I'm sure he's riddled the world with yeah, them. Yeah, I'm sure so he, he does has. have kids. Well, the other thing, to be fair, by Jim, the way. James Bond Jr. In, in <laughs> 1983. There was a nephew, by the way. There uh, was a nephew. Yeah, that's his story. <laughs> 1983. I mean, Roger Moore's still at it. Like, yeah. we're making Octopussy the same year. And he's just disgusting and old, too. Yeah. So, like, you've got this world where it's like, wow, two James Bonds. Oh, they both can get a coffee at McDonald's for 37 cents. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they can both ride the bus for free, whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck. Um, so he goes to Blofeld's party. Sorry, Largo, I apologize. Largo's party. Blo- that's a Blo- Blofeld's party is a, is a birthday party for his cat. Look, and he's, every, he's got mittens on his paws. <laughs> and everyone's really creeped out by it. Yeah, the rest of the Spectre agents, like... You know, one is on assignment. That's Largo. Twelve, Fatima's helping him out. Two through 11 are just like, oh, God damn it. This stupid Blofeld cat party. You got, do you, what are you getting Blofeld's cat this year? Nip, just like <laughs> last year. And I'm going to snort it so I get really <laughs> fucked up. Um, so, Whoa, does that work? Yeah, so I have to ask the same question. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, I got, well, I'm going to find out tonight. <laughs> I got tons of that shit in my house. Oh, yeah, no, I got, yeah, I got some. Oh, uh, boy. This is a cat party. Uh, <laughs> kitten party, bitches. Um, 
We're at this casino. Sorry, that, just in case you're wondering, that's my impression of Ted Allen, who once tweeted Kitten Party. So <laughs> ever since I've been only saying Ted, a- Ted Allen from Chop. Yes, yeah. he tweeted Kitten Party. So I'm like, Kitten Party, bitches. <laughs> it's a pretty good Ted Allen yeah, impression. I watched yeah. a ton of Chop. <laughs> So yeah, he goes there and he he has this um he winds up getting into a uh, uh, competition with Largo and it's it's amazing because at first it's a traditional James Bond movie we're all playing like fancy casino games it's a bunch of European card games that I will never know how they're played the baccarat and all that and exactly then, right and then he oh. Kim Basinger opens the door to the grossest, grotiest ar- cabinet arcade games you've ever seen. Oh, man, is this disgusting. <laughs> There's no need to have a tuxedo and champagne while you play a cabinet you're, arcade you're, you're, you know, hanging out with King Ralph, I've came down <laughs> with quite a Pac-Man fever myself. And I started rooting for the bears. <laughs> Why would this casino have this installed? It makes no sense. I it's, mean, it's not its not Largo's decision. He's just renting the place for the evening. No, no, this is on his boat, I think. No, it's oh, in it's a not, casino. Oh, really? No, <laughs> it's, a, it's just a casino on land That's that gross. he's renting out for this charity auction that he claims, like, all this money's going to, like, kids or whatever. Do you think if you took this James Bond and sat him down in front of space invaders he would actually like i got to defend the like he'd think it's real like he'd like <laughs> maybe it's, enti- it's entirely possible he's so warped at this point i know he's so far gone <laughs> so that this is the precursor to Lar- you know uh Kim, uh what you call it uh, domino B- Domino and Bond start chatting it up. And she's like, oh, I remember when you sexually assaulted me earlier. That was fun. But I bought you this Bloody Mary, so shut up. <laughs> it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's an expensive drink. You we told you to me. order a double Bloody Mary. It's just plain rude. Oh, fuck $20 on one drink. <laughs> Why do you think I eat so much Burger King? That's what he says, but he's just ordering a tomato juice and taking out his big <laughs> bottle of vodka. <laughs> Please just stick some pickles and celery in this tomato juice. Please, please. It's for lady. Please. What I'm going to do, when I ask, when I order a Bloody Mary, just give me tomato juice. And when I ask for a, a double martini shaken not stirred, just give me a glass of water. I'm going to drink in the bathroom by myself and jerk <laughs> off. Because I need to to get through this whole three-hour ordeal. Did I mention I'm a sex addict? <laughs> I'm a dirty sex addict. <laughs> So, I mean, they talk it up and Largo's like, oh, what are we talking about? You see, Hope you know, it's video games. Because <laughs> here it comes. And Largo's like, you know, I'm a video game freak. I actually invented my own video game. <laughs> he sure did. Um, and then they sit down for like a Halo sesh for a while. Yeah, you dude, know? It looks like they're about to play like the world's biggest battleship game, by yeah. the way. this It's like the size of an air hockey table with like a window in the middle of it. And, and again, was, they try and class it up. It's like an yep. old lady uh it's like an old lady dining room set with joysticks on either end <laughs> dude yeah it's like your grandmother's stereo honestly like <laughs> yeah. definitely your grandma definitely one of the big old wooden hi-fi stereos mm-hmm. that's what this thing looks like and these like two shitty joysticks come out of it that look like they're made from ivory and i bet you they are I mean, it's classy largo had a fucking elephant kill to make these things 
I mean, it's kind of a video game I wish existed. It's like Risk or something. It's but like it's fast shock- Risk. Yeah. yeah, but it shocks you. Well, it's like Risk mixed with Star Fox. I feel yeah. what this game looked like to me. Yes. It's, it's kind of using the actual, um, you know, the old Star Wars arcade game where you sit inside and do the, mm-hmm. it's basically you doing the Death Star mission. It looks oh, like that. Yeah, 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 you're right. totally right. Like, just, it, you know, that's where video games were at the time. A lot of sharp lines yeah right but you're telling me that james bond who doesn't play video of games course is gonna not. sit down and be the master of this two oh, joystick video game he plays video games ever since king ralph <laughs> <laughs> ever since king ralph came to power <laughs> his reign of terror <laughs> so they're playing this thing and yeah so the whole thing is like if you are getting hit like it starts shocking you and and whatever and this is a bullshit thing because like Largo engineers his own defeat here because he allows Bond to take two mulligans. Yep. Like, the whole thing is, like, if you lose, you owe me this much money or, you know, yep. whatever it is. Right. It's like each, like, like oh, now you have to conquer Japan, and that's $16,000. Oh, yeah. right. Like, then, yeah. like, the final thing is, like, the United States for 40000 yep. or then the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Japan, the United States, he gets beaten both times. And I guess he's, like, Woody Harrelson hustling him at this point. I, that's what I was, I was like, is the fix in? Does he know what's going on? Because apparently, like, he's really bad at it, and like he like he he doesn't expect the shock, so he, he releases right away. And the second time, like the shock becomes too much, and he like barrels over because he's an eighty nine year old man. Yeah, he falls over. <laughs> oh like, my heart! Like stop playing this electroshock video game. Yes, if that's please. what's happening to you. The only thing I'm really good at is that uh, video poker with the naked ladies. <laughs> or the, 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 what's the difference between the two pictures with the, na- the nudie version only? I would actually think that he would enjoy playing this shock game because, like, the erection is, like, <laughs> yeah. being helped by the electrocution. Oh, this is getting me going. It's good for my boner. I was thinking it. But I, just, I was like, let, let that one go. <laughs> Yeah, so like he plays this third round, and he's like, "You gotta put it at full power, Blofeld or Largo." <laughs> so like they're getting like they're getting electrocuted, and he's like kicking his ass, and then like Largo screams and is like, "Oh my, you know, perfect little petite hands." Yes, <laughs> that's what he says exactly. <laughs> Your hands aren't calloused. And then like he mine. goes to like <laughs> cut this check, and he's just like, it's like two hundred forty nine thousand dollars he owes him. Yeah, and it's just like eighty three well, money, by the way. Oof. Oh yeah, absolutely, that's a big hit. That's an island. But you know, Bond's on the job, so he can't be taking this bribe. So he's like, I'll trade it all in for one dance with Domino. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, but I'll save that money. This is really fascinating because you say that whatever you're like winning gracefully. Yeah, right. you know, there's a big party. You'll have your moment. You'll have your dance. Instead, this Largo's like, I pick the music and everyone watches. (laughs) No one else can dance. Every single person has to watch you tango. Yeah, he like commands this ballroom to stop everything, play this tango. And this is... It's the most unprofessional thing, if you could believe it, that Bond does in this movie. Well, it's amazing. He's like, they're tangoing sexually. And he's like, by the way, your brother's dead. Now keep dancing. She's like, wait, what? Wouldn't it be amazing if she just dropped to the floor and sobbed? Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I should. I have a ton of family. If any of my, if I was told any of my siblings were dead, I would stop everything I was doing. You mean you'd stop dancing? (laughs) I might actually stop dancing (laughs) and sob on the floor. Like he's the whole movie ever since he like 
when he starts like hanging out with Domino or when they meet or whatever, he knows that this dude is dead. And when he makes the connection that the brother and sister, he's like, "Oh, how am I gonna tell her?" And like, so that's <laughs> this dance, yeah. And it's just like like through periodically throughout the movie, he's like, "You know that brother of yours?" And she's like, "Yes." And he's like. Never mind. You know, it's like he's trying to find a way. And then I think he's just like, you know what the hell with it? He's dead. <laughs> now keep tangoing. And that turns her against uh, Largo immediately. So right. she's willing to help him. Right, right, right. And he's like, I'll come, I'll come to lunch tomorrow. Don't worry. It's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to have a nice brunch. <laughs> and from here, like, it's kind of just like a big whatever. You know, weird. Going onto the boat, and then it's just the slowest Bond movie of all time. Well, uh, it, there's a chase first. Oh, 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 the best part of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Pardon we me. have to go on a chase. Chicken fries are back. BK. <laughs> King Ralph just decreed that chicken fries come with every so, meal. Limited time only. <laughs> oh, actually, there's a great gag. <laughs> Man, I want to make a movie called The Madness of King Ralph. <laughs> That'd be a good movie. That'd be a great movie. You oh, actually, here's how you do it: you make a fake documentary, mm. right? Just like that movie, Confederate States of America. Oh, okay, where it's like, what would have happened if the South won the Civil War? What would happen if King Ralph actually became the King of England? I would like it to be found footage, actually. <laughs> oh, found in the ruins of England. <laughs> It's just a series of John Goodman making terrible decisions for the United Kingdom. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it'd be great. You wish Peter O'Toole had overthrown him at that point. Oh, man. Oh, and that's the dumb part of that movie is it turns out Peter O'Toole's actually the king of England. Yeah, or like, something. They wouldn't have somebody flub that, right? Because the whole thing is Peter O'Toole's like, I didn't think I could be a good king. It's like, shut up, Peter O'Toole. They would make you be king and like it. Over <laughs> King Ralph, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm taking the black. <laughs> I'm going to defend the wall. That is a stay tuned, by the way, I think. Oh, King Ralph? Yeah. Oh, that movie's ridiculous, dude. He's playing, like, some good old-fashioned honky-tonk American music. It's like gross. Like, some, some rat and roll. Yeah. All those dignitaries are disgusted with him through that whole reception. <laughs> so, James Bond goes back to his M.C. Escher meets... Oh, yeah. M.C. Escher meets George Lucas villa that he's in. Oh, absolutely. Because it's all these crazy white, like, sharp stairs and these crazy lamps that look like IG-88 all over the fucking place. <laughs> That's the kind of lamp I like. I think this is, a, like... If the Skywalkers were rich, that's where they're living. <laughs> like Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew could, if they could afford it, they'd be living in this place. Right. If, or, if, if people really needed moisture more, I yeah. guess. <laughs> or if uh, Baru's blue milk recipe took off. <laughs> Was it, I don't know if that's a recipe. I think that's, I think that's just Dubax, man. <laughs> Dubax go blue, baby. <laughs> yeah. Just got to milk. You got to wake up early. Milk your dobacks. This non-character, who's this French lady that's like a part of the French she's, Secret Service. She's the French counterpart to Bond. She's just like Lighter is the American counterpart. She she's dead, and James Bond's like, "Oh, you son of a bitch! I was gonna fuck her. Now look what happened. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to order three porno movies tonight. <laughs> oh, great! Now you're making me a necrophiliac." <laughs> Thanks oh. a lot, Largo. <laughs> oh, jeez. And um, Fatima Blush is like, it was who's dressed like she's taking orders from Skeletor in this scene, by the way. <laughs> she looks like Skeletor's number two, not fucking, uh, not Largo's. What's amazing is the transformation of this character. Because before 
this whole thing, she's just kind of like this lackluster, whatever. She's trying to seduce him, mm. playing the femme fatale thing, and yeah. like kind of being bad at being a villain. And then at the casino, Largo is like, okay, you have a second chance. Go find out where their villa is, where they're like yeah. hanging out. Yeah. And she instantly turns into the Joker. Yes. And she is just dancing. Through this whole movie after this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something about a second chance from Largo, <laughs> and she is just bebopping and scatting all over this place. So he finds her. She jumps in her car, drives away. Uh, Bond's mo- motorcycle from Q finally came in the post. Q decided to use FedEx two-day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It showed up just in time. He didn't get fucked by Columbus Day, thank God. <laughs> And, yeah, he speeds off, and it's it's a pretty okay chase. It's a good chase. They try to round him up in, like, the back of a semi-truck. He, like, spins the motorcycle around and uses, like, the ramp to jump over all the cars the, and everything. The chunky buttons on this motorcycle, by the way. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's he's like he's playing Simon by himself. <laughs> <laughs> green. Green, yellow. Yellow, red, green. Playing Simon. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think that's supposed to be, like, green, yellow, red, like, little speed bursts yeah, or whatever. Yeah, a little thing. And I think he's got some other, like, ramming motor devices and such. It's fast and furious up in here. And also, I feel like this motorcycle's, like, gadgetry is not used to the fullest extent like Q intended it to be. Well, it's sure. also, it's got a lot of weight on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really designed for that. Him in this outfit, though, with, like, the big souped-up motorcycle, doesn't he look like the killer from Nightmare Beach? He does. <laughs> I wanted someone to touch that motorcycle and get electrocuted to death. It would have been awesome. That would be I'm great. the Wraith. Well, actually, that's a car, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm a car. I'm as big as a car. Um, he turns into a car like in Moonwalker. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that movie, I don't even know if that's a state tune. I don't even know if I could talk about that movie. I, You know... It's a weird, weird. That might be like a bonus episode of yeah. I still haven't seen it. You've got to see Bizarre. Joe yeah. Pesci. Chasing down kids and stuff. <laughs> I played the video game. And claymation sequences galore. Oh, yikes. There's got to be a twist here that, like, I feel like Joe Pesci was really the hero of that movie. Right? <laughs> yes. Because he's trying to get Michael away from those kids. God yeah. bless him. Yeah. Um, so he gets cornered in some, like, whatever, and Fatima's got him. And this is ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's pretty stupid. She's got a gun on him. And she's about to blow his brains out. And yeah. she's like... Say I'm the best you ever had, right? And it's like, she's weird. And he's like, well, I guess there was this one woman in Philadelphia. It's like, no, there wasn't. <laughs> First of all, no, there wasn't. James Bond in Philadelphia, my ass. That is a movie that needs <laughs> yes. to happen. Em, what am I going to do here? Eat a fucking cheesesteak. <laughs> There's nothing to be done in Philadelphia. That's where he got his taste for American slices <laughs> and whiz and... Then that's when the Burger King happened. He needs to get something similar when he's not in Philly. Oh, I know what the movie is. So they're like, oh, <laughs> someone is, you know, Blofeld is going to blow up the American capital. And for some reason, the records haven't been changed. <laughs> so they still think it's in Philadelphia. <laughs> Felix, Where's Le- the White House? <laughs> Felix Leiter, the rest of American intelligence, doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you let him fuck around in Philadelphia? Who cares? He's not going to hurt anybody down there. It's fine. Um, And, you know, she's like, say it. He's like, well, I was going to put it in my memoirs that you were the best, but now I'll be dead. (laughs) And she's like, well, write it down on this newspaper or whatever. This, like, piece of garbage (laughs) blowing in front of her. She's like, write it on this. It's a a BK wrapper. (laughs) (laughs) It is. 
Oh, that looked like it once housed a pretty delicious Whopper Jr. Mind if I lick the bag? <laughs> so he writes on it that it's the best he ever had, but he was talking about the burger. <laughs> a lot of mayonnaise on that Whopper, because I had it my way. <laughs> and he uses, obviously, the exploding pen, and he throws a dart at her, and, you know, she explodes horrifically. And this is, I remember when I was a child, I... I it took me years to place what this was, uh, but I remembered being a kid and just flipping through TV, and this exact moment came on uh-huh. of Sean Connery shooting a pen into this woman, and she's laughing like the Joker, uh-huh. and then she explodes. And like as a kid, like going through this was like before IMDb, like going through the Bond yeah, movies. Yeah. I didn't know that there was this weird early 80s extracurricular James Bond (laughs) played by Sean Connery. And I watched all the canon Connery Bonds and was like, did I fucking dream that woman laughing and blowing up? What's wrong with me? That's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, and then it wasn't until I was like a teenager. I saw it again and I was like, oh, it's that. That's what's been haunting me for all these years. (laughs) So she's just dead. And then, by the way, there's still like an hour left of this movie. That's the problem. The number two has to be... The second to last thing you do in the movie, that's yep. the point of the number two. Yep. She, she or he is the most important kill of the movie, and then the villain dies. Right. So it's, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's an hour left of this movie of nonsense. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, it's just, this is just skippable garbage. Right? We're, just, like, we're slowly getting onto Largo's boat. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny, though, because Bond and Leiter, like, they team up, and Leiter's got all his buddies, yeah. and they're all, like, scuba diving in, and we're going to sneak onto Largo's boat together, right, James? Yeah, 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 it's a good plan. Yeah. Bond, like, sneaks in and leaves the rest of them out to dry. We can't forget the part where Largo gets so upset with uh, Domino that he sells her into slavery, which is the most <laughs> racist part of any movie that it's I've ever seen. Ridiculous. And, the, like, I, uh, the, guy, the, guy, the guy that, like, buys her, I guess, looks like the, uh, the fat guy from Borat. Yes. <laughs> oh, he totally does. Very so, like, nice. Very, very nice, nice indeed. Very nice. Borat. <laughs> So he's like, oh, it's you and your boyfriend. He ca- captures James Bond and whoever cares. And he just chains him up and he's like, goodbye, 007. By the way, one of the bombs is in Washington. Yeah. But I won't tell you who the other one is. Bye-bye. He leaves him to be eaten by vultures, by the way. There's oh. just a hilarious oh, amount of vultures yeah. dancing around. And, and he's just like chained to a wall. Also, the whole like, oh, the, the first nuke is under Washington. Oh, I guess, th- why wouldn't you check, I guess? Like, everything's in a heightened security mode. <laughs> yeah, you know these the, are missing. Start That's looking. like number one <laughs> target, right? Yeah, there's there's a nuclear warhead missing. Washington, D.C. is in lockdown mm-hmm. while we do our own independent search. We're not waiting for a 52-year-old <laughs> English spy <laughs> to find out where this nuke is. Some asshole with chicken, chicken fry breath told us <laughs> it was under Washington. So. And so... He puts him there and he's like, oh, my dear sweet, I'm going to s- – it's, it's, we're just in North Africa, so you could just sell anybody here because who the fuck cares? All you do is tie him to a trading post <laughs> and then people come out of nowhere and start bidding on her. It's ridiculous. It's and so disgusting. crazy. And Bond breaks out and he gets on a horse, right? <sighs> and Yes, he does. He pushes these slavers aside, puts her on the back. And we're in this weird kind of cool castle, right? So he rides up instead of down because the thing's locked. Oh, yep. Up, and, up, 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 up. And he does the most amazing thing in this movie, which is the re- – I read about this. It's the reason we put in no animals were harmed in the, in the making of this film. Oh, this was the cause of this it? This was it because everyone was like, what the fuck? 
fuck? Because this this horse jumps off a cliff, and it's not just like a little bit. No, it's no. like none of them would survive this. But the horse this would have horse... three heart attacks before it hit the water. I guarantee it. Was there like a bunch of guys pushing this horse off I this cliff? It. There was a fired a gun and made the horse jump because there's no way you're making like, a horse jump off a cliff. Fired a gun and then so the next one's between your horse eyes <laughs> unless you jump. Oh no! Oh no! This director means business. <laughs> Second unit director Longstocking. <laughs> Lift that horse and throw it over the. Doing cliff. some pickup shots with Alfonso. <laughs> Dude, this horse. I mean, I think what we're looking at on Impact is a horse puppet, right? Yeah, yeah. I know the Impact. I think is the horse. Puppet. I, th- I think yeah. There's there's a shot of a puppet in like when they're in descent, but <laughs> there's a, definitely a horse breaking water pretty hard. <laughs> oh my god! And it, this horse is like on its back, spread eagle, falling into this fucking water, crying. I haven't heard a horse cry. And also, James Bond, you dick. Like, here's the thing. You're you're in a tight spot. Dismount the horse and jump off. The horse is not helping you hit the water any better. All you're doing is killing a horse for no reason. Well, we need meat. (laughs) Gotta eat something. You're welcome, craft services. (laughs) Cook it up. Better be ready for lunch. I'm horny as fuck. I mean, I guarantee you that horse died in this stuff. There's, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. there's no way a horse is jumping off a cliff not having at least three heart attacks. <laughs> it's just outrageous. But this horse. But they show, like, when they all hit the water, they swim away, and the horse is swimming away. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice try, movie. I think they're going up, and that horse is just swimming down because yeah. it has no idea what a body of water is. <laughs> and it just kills itself. Man, that horse. That horse is never seen again in this movie. <laughs> Dope. Oh, Lord. 009, the horse. <laughs> Great. My new partner's a horse. <laughs> Fucking sequels. Oh, it says here on their special skills, one of them is swimming. That'll come in. <laughs> 009's been 86. <laughs> so, yeah, they get on to Largo's boat. And, of course, like, you know, uh, Bond... I don't even know. Well, it's amazing because they're in uh, like a Navy sub at first. Yes. yes, yes. And so we get a shower scene with him and Kim Basinger because he's got to fuck something. Mm -hmm. It's going to pop if he doesn't let loose, you know. Oh, yeah. It's been hours at this point. So then he says to like the captain of the submarine, he's like, oh, I I see you might got a couple of, you know, XR-47 prototypes. And he's like... How did you know about that? And he's like, well, because we're spying on you. Sorry. Can we use them, though? And it's like launching these rockets that turn into these jetpack things. And it's weird because if I'm remembering the movies right, I think Thunderball, the cold open of Thunderball starts with Bond using a jetpack to like get out of a jam. Oh, so this it's is at like, the very beginning from? of the movie. See, yeah, Jetpack's pretty cool. This thing looks fucking stupid. It looks like the thing from Pilot Wings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pilot Wings? Uh, Pilot Wings 64 is a video game. Oh. And, and Pilot Wings Super Nintendo, by the way. got a regular Largo over here. <laughs> <laughs> you got a regular James Bond, because I might have Burger King later. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get the feelies. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, they, they wind up chasing him. The, the first missile 
by the way, off screen is dismantled. Oh, yeah, we don't see any of that. Somebody calls James Bond like, yeah, we took care of it. Don't worry, boss. Don't worry about it, Pinhead. You deal with the nuke you gotta find. And they go to the the Tears of Allah, which is this area where there's a puddle and so on. It's so on huge, and so forth. It's this huge temple that James Bond desecrates. <laughs> Like very specifically, he knocks over a statue, like which he, t- he totally he, could not do. I think he takes a leak in there too. <laughs> to drain the lizard, pissing all over the tears of Allah. <laughs> and whatever they just make a big mess of things, and then what? What it comes down to is this like is gonna be the Hershey bar of Allah <laughs> that I put in the middle of it. He's like confused. He thinks he's still at the fat camp. Yarn <laughs> sample, yarn sample. <laughs> So then there's this this long underwater chase where Largo's like trying to steal the nuke and like you know drive it away and and whatnot. And they uh, chase after him. By the way, at this point in the movie, I have fallen asleep. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. so whatever. There's it takes a, it's, forever. It's kind of a knife fight underwater, which is as boring as it sounds. And if I'm remembering the sequels right again, or the, you know the movies, not sequels, but like. I think also in Thunderbolt, like this part of the story, it's an awesome like underwater fight between like, you know, like Bond's agents and like Lighter's agents and whatnot. And then like Largo's dudes are having this big scuba fight. This is just like two old men going at it. Yeah, totally. And then Domino is the one that kills Largo. Like that's the whole thing. Which Which is kind of cool. Like it's a nice surprise. I don't know how she got scuba gear or knew where they were or any of that stuff. I don't know either. But what you need to have happen though before this is like. You know, she's like, he killed my brother. I want revenge. You need that thing of Bond being like, you don't know what it's like to kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not as easy as you think. It's, you're going to like the Batman thing. You, the you, Batman you, forever you, speech. Yeah. You're, it's going to haunt you forever. Yes. This, that, and the other thing. Instead, like she just murders him, gets revenge for proto Jake Busey. And he's like, nice shot. Now let's go get to fucking. <laughs> I mean, cause that's, that's it. Like he's dead. They're on vacation. And again, end, back in the Bahamas. How would then, you like to get to wet? <laughs> <laughs> Rowan Atkinson Pratt falls to end the movie, which oh. is nice. Because he was not a character at all. Go out with a laugh, Steve. That's well, the motto of all Bond movies. Well, and he's like, 007, you know, uh, M has seen the errors of his ways and thinks the world's in peril if you don't come back. And he said, I never said I'd come back. And then she goes, never say never again. Good night, movie. Oh, man. Oh, oh but then he, he looks right at that camera and gives a, see you next time, America. <laughs> yeah, no. Wink. And then this jazzy never say never again score. Never again. Never, never. It's elevator never music. Again. I don't need, I need, I need, and I need oh, something yeah. like, you know, some big ballad to happen. Look, here's the thing. Live, live and Let Die, great song. When they put out. Married with children on DVD. <laughs> they did not want to license the Sinatra song, yeah. Love and Marriage, yeah. right? So instead, they hired some dude to get a keyboard and go, boop, boop, ba doodly pop, boop, You know, it sounded enough like yep. it that you were like, fine. Get someone to be like, ba-da, ba, ba-da, ba, ba-da, da, da, da. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the fucking fake one. Yes, you exactly. need to do that. You need to do something. I mean, this is. It, it sounds like a cover of Girl from Ipanema. It's it is. garbage. It's, it's garbage really, tunes. It's so jazzy. And it, it, it and this, the score actually. There's a lot of scenes. And this is not No Country for Old Men. There's it's a lot not. of scenes. There's a lot of scenes without music. 
And I think that's just because they didn't know how to score properly. Like, I don't know. It's just nothing. Like, the, the car chase has no music, and it's not because it's like, oh, my God, the tension. It's like, oh. Yeah, I guess we just forgot to lay down some music there. I think this should have ended with James Bond going on, like, talking about this this haunting dream he's had about oh, his man. father. Yeah. Being, oh, yeah. He's like, he's, I'm an older man now than he was then. <laughs> Coming out, coming out, riding that horse I murdered. <laughs> I had a Burger King nightmare last night. You ever, have a, you, ever go, you ever try and go to sleep at two a.m. after you've just downed three whoppers? <laughs> You'll get a nightmare for sure. My dreamt I ate a horse meat whopper. My father walking on that horse. Well, <laughs> for some reason he was standing on him, and then <laughs> that's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> then cut to black. Think about it, America. <laughs> oh my god and that's just the end of it and we're just like sexophoning through the credits and <sighs> it's just a snooze it's a total snooze and would anybody recommend it uh i wouldn't uh it's probably one of the worst bonds i've ever seen i'm super lax on my bonds i've only seen maybe six or seven of uh-huh. them like you know yeah. i saw uh, most of the Pierce Brosnans, a couple of the Conneries, no more is uh, start to finish. Yeah, uh, no Daltons, but I, and I've seen all the Craigs. Yeah, well, it's just it's, it's a snooze. I, I, it's it's everything I hate about John, James Bond movies, which is boredom. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. You don't need to see this. I would say instead, the fun night might be to do a double feature of King Ralph and then No Country for Old Men. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a fun time. That sounds like a fun night. Hey, that's fun. Get some fast food and you have yourself (laughs) a party. It's definitely catered by Burger King. That's a great challenge, though. I might do that. I might just sit at home one night and watch both King Ralph, then No Country for Old Men with with a Burger King meal for each film. Is that the order of the movies, though? I think it has to be. Eric just said it. Yes. Yes. That's the order. Uh And I want you to film it. We can Morgan Spurlock this shit. (laughs) Make some serious coin. No, wait a second. Even better out to the listeners do the we hate movies burger king challenge you get two burger king dinners and you got to sit through king ralph with <laughs> one of them and then immediately eat your second burger king dinner which watching will, no country which will be cold by that point which is perfect Bro, oh yep. also i think we, they need to sign a waiver or something yeah yeah we, we're not we're responsible, not responsible for diarrhea no. or whatever happens to you <laughs> definitely De- diarrhea or death <laughs> Yeah, no, none of that. But seriously, take pictures of yourself being uh, gluttonous with Burger King and watching those movies back to back. Because then we're going to make a documentary about it. And then after (laughs) that, we're going to find Osama Bin Laden. (laughs) Man, that movie's a whole pile of bullshit. It's garbage. I would recommend this movie. Oh, come on. And it's funny because I can't remember if I recommended Die Another Day. But what I was going to say was I think all James Bond watching is, is, you know... Good for society. Sure. And like, no, this isn't a good movie, but it's still James Bond and it's more It got pretty good reviews when it, it got came good out. reviews, yeah. And I mean look, Connery is great at playing James Bond. Like it's sure. stupid when it's like, Oh, I'm tired and I have to go on a diet. But like, yeah, like we said, that is just dropped and then he's just playing James Bond. I mean Thunderball is the superior of these two Thunderball movies. So watch Thunderball. But, you know, if you're a completist or you're just interested, or if you're interested in Kim Basinger's first ever on-screen movie appearance, sure. Well, you know, never I'm, say never again. I'm glad you have this opinion because I feel like this is one of those movies where we might get people that are like, 
fuck you guys. <laughs> More than just the weekly uh, douching of emails that say fuck you guys. We actually get probably one once a week we get a fuck you guys email. <laughs> it makes me feel good about myself. Well, you know, it's okay to like a movie. And, you know, this movie has things. It's got some merit to it. Yeah, Look, or... you can go on my letterbox. I rated it three stars. Like, it's totally fine. It's boring, and I had to indeed watch it twice because I totally fell asleep through part of it and was like, ah, oh, fuck. Gotta go back. Stupid show research. Rewind to what I remembered. And if anything, you know, I appreciate a good, like, watching with Burger King. I haven't had Burger King in a really long time, and this whole conversation is like, Made me want to watch. I feel like and we talk Burger King about Burger King a little too much. Do I talk about Burger? <laughs> King? No, we well, but we talk oh, about Burger episode? King too yeah, much. Yeah, well, well, it's 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 for King and Country, and that's what King Ralph demanded. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's Never Say Never Again from 1983, directed by the late and legitimately great Irvin Kershner. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website whmpodcast.com or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. The WHM Burger King Challenge. <laughs> Hashtag WHM Burger King Challenge. I want to see those pictures of this gluttonous double feature. That it would be, be pretty funny. Too long of a hashtag, maybe. WHM BK Challenge? Yes. All right. There we go. That's a hashtag WHM BK Challenge. Clue for next week's episode. Peter O'Toole. Oh, wow. Start looking through that filmography again. Yeah, it's not King Ralph. It's not King Ralph because that's a stay tuned, but not stay tuned next week. It's also not Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> not put that. that out there. So until next week with uh, something sort of starring Peter O'Toole, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Seda. Take it easy.